Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Beauty and the Grief. This morning, I'd like to talk about something that has severely impacted our world, um, our community, our society, and that, of course, is the COVID-19 virus, the drama, the hysteria, the changes, all of the things that have sort of wrapped their ugly little hands around us and um, really have changed our everyday lives. Now, for those of us who have been grieving, our lives have already been flipped on their head. They've already been just torn apart. And now you add something like mass hysteria and pandemic to our grieving. And it is a total shit show. It is a really, really terrible time to be grieving. It's a terrible time to be sad. It's a terrible time to be kind of locked up in your house um, away from people and think and I know that there has been you know so much emphasis on health and safety I'm not going to go into all of that I that's not for this podcast and who believes what the bottom line is the impact of this virus has really affected people in more ways than just concern about health and safety concern about our businesses and them completely crumbling and our economy being crippled What I'm focusing on today and something I haven't really seen much attention is really the health and safety of us mentally and emotionally. Um, There's a lot of of people who are just not in a place that they can be alone right now. They're not in a place where they should isolate, but of course that is what's recommended. And that's the hard thing. I think that being alone in these moments or not being able to socialize, I think, you know, if you're at a place where you could socialize and you're ready to get back into just a little bit more common um, routine and that's been taken away now, I feel, for me personally, it feels like I'm sliding backward. Um, My grief and my anxiety, my stress and my pain has been so exacerbated and I mean my chest is tight I feel like you know I just there's a lot and it's very very scary I think to feel like if you did need to reach out or you needed someone you're not going to have access to them you know it does kind of feel like you're just floating around on a piece of wood in the middle of the ocean and you don't have anybody But the good news is, again, through social media, again, through things like podcasts and these virtual meetups that people are doing, which are awesome, we are able to connect, just not physically. And that has been our life lesson. Um, We want to connect with our loved ones. We want to talk to our loved ones, and we can't physically see them. But we'll have to make the most of it and just make sure we're there for one another. But... The impact of isolation or self-quarantine or just the overall fear on grief, I think, is paralyzing. It's been overlooked, I think, by a lot of people because for me personally, in this whole process, I was setting up sort of like little baby checkpoints or little baby milestones, you know looking forward to something. Um, Thursday, I'm looking forward to meeting up with a friend and just going for a walk or 
Saturday. I'm looking forward to a birthday party. You know, I was having these little moments that I was looking forward to to sort of launch me to the next days or the next weeks of my life. And all of that has been shut down. It's been completely stopped. So, you know, my calendar's empty. I have no plans and I'm just literally sitting here like, what the hell is going on? Now, again, just like grief, we know this is going to end um, this period of isolation and loneliness. Uh, and when I say end in terms of grief, we know like a grief attack or the wave will end. We'll be able to have a little bit of normalcy and then it will come back. That's, you know, sort of the pattern that we've come to find. It'll attack you. It'll knock you on your ass. It'll recede. You live a little, as soon as you're back on your feet, it knocks you over. And that's what seems to be the pattern for me um, with my whole grief journey. Like, I was actually looking forward to the uh, spring in a good place. Um, I had a whole bunch of things lined up that I was extremely excited about, things that had me jumping out of my bed and actually feeling optimistic and hopeful. I had things that I was kind of banking on to set up the next phase of my life and now they've all been completely stopped every single thing that I have planned um, what I felt was a major part of my healing is now been postponed let's say postponed you know I don't want to seem like the doomsday that there's the end you know this end of the world mentality but in those moments you do feel like it's the end of the world if you're looking forward to something you know a quote-unquote normal person who isn't experiencing any major loss it's just okay no big deal cancel it but for some people this shutdown of society and cancellation of plans and cancellation of things that we really been looking forward to have negatively impacted our grief and really kind of brought us back down I mean I was in tears just crying my eyes out because something important to me got canceled and you know you kind of feel like a baby you can't explain it to someone else You're like okay I'll just do it when this whole shit's over it's like no I needed to do this now I needed to do it because I required that for just my overall happiness and that's the problem this is the problem when I'm putting my happiness or my optimism in outside things, now when they get changed, I'm not able to deal with it. And it's extremely difficult, um, really struggling with that. And I don't even think that I'm verbalizing or vocalizing the depths and how I feel this. So I may add another part to this when I can think more clearly. Um, Yesterday I was in a bog. I was just physically ill. I was really in a mentally dark place. I really kind of felt like, okay, what's left here? I mean, I lost my mom. There's no signs of life. There's no... I'm just stuck. I'm stuck in this moment. And it's not a happy or a fun place to be. And I think that... We have to be aware of this and know that we do have each other out there and each other available, that if we do need that helping hand, you know, we can still do things like go outside and go for walks and 
meet up online or chat with each other on the phone like you have to have that lifeline right now because if you don't and you're just stuck in your apartment or your house and you're sitting there you know of course now you're thinking of all the things leading up to the parents death or leading up to the time right before they got sick or they died and you drive yourself crazy but there's not a lot of positive distractions so I'm going to make a list of some positive and healthy distractions. And again, we all know, let's be clear about this, there's nothing that can distract us from the loss of our parent. Like, I'm not going to go for a walk and come home and be like, oh, wow, I feel great. I forgot that my mom's dead. No. But sitting home and just replaying the days of her in the hospital, I think will make me put me in a really bad place. I don't like to make jokes um, on this podcast because I want people to think that I'm serious, you know, when it comes to harming yourself or anything like that. Don't, you know, don't. And please call a professional. But there are some moments where you're going to be sitting there like, oh, shit, like, I'm really not okay. And that's the point when you have to reach out or you have to change it up. You have to pull yourself up. I mean, Good thing is no one's looking cute right now. You can go take a walk in your backyard in your PJs and literally no one gives a shit right now because we all are messes. You know, no one's got their hair done. No one's got their nails done. We all look like a hot mess. So you in your best state, if all you could do is roll out of bed and put on some shoes, just, you know, go stand in the sun or sit outside, but try your best to um, find healthy distractions and continue those connections we all know that this virus and just everything that's come with it uh, will in fact really hinder our grief and our healing and our ability to cope I think is really impacted because we're not able to focus because we have this anxiety we have this stress or we're reading articles and we're going into a frenzy and that overall environment partnered with grief is is the terrible combination that I'm talking about you know you read something you're freaking out and then you're not really able to think logically because you can't think your heart hurts you're just all over the place and then of course the one thing we go back to is wow you know if only my mom was here, if only my dad was here, if only my loved one was here, you know, maybe it wouldn't be so scary. Maybe it wouldn't be so hard for people who've lost parents. You know, our parents have always been our protectors. They're always there to make sure that we're okay and that we have everything we need. And once you lose that security, now we're trying to care for ourselves in a way that we never have. You know, for most of us, this is the first situation that seems catastrophic that we've had to go through without a parent and you know of course moms for example they know everything my mom would have had you know bins of supplies at my front door and dads you know they're survivors so they would have had you know a plan in place for all sorts of crazy scenarios but we're missing that so we have to kind of tap into what we remember them growing up and being prepared and you know, being ready for these situations and embody those things and know that we will be fine. But the missing them in 
the brink of just total disaster can bring you into that doomsday, really dark place where you do feel like the world is over. And, you know, there's nothing good and exciting. And you also don't have the people that you love. So you have to be very cognizant of that edge right before you jump off of it and go into that pool of just misery and nothing will get better my whole life is ruined I know those feelings I've had those feelings I've worked myself through those feelings the last few days because a lot of the things that were canceled I want to say canceled but maybe postponed is more optimistic have just shattered my earth and I'm like are you kidding me like I've not been through enough now I got to deal with this and now I got to deal with maybe not having a job or maybe not having money to pay my bills now I'm just gonna be you know sitting without being able to pay my bills thinking about my mom and just wishing that I had her back no like you can go into a crazy tailspin and I did do that so that's why I wanted to bring awareness to this and just recommend that you try to align yourself with a professional or friend that you really can confide in so when you start to feel like you're on that brink of just you know the end of the world is coming and it's here and I'm not going to survive it you know that you can and you will because you are stronger than that you know our whole lives already got changed our whole lives already got paralyzed they've already been flipped on their head as I mentioned in the beginning so in this moment although it feels like a lot of uncertainty and a lot of fear we can get through it we will get through it we just have to pay extra attention uh, we're extremely fragile you know mentally and emotionally and I think that the fear is one of the most dangerous I want to say takeaways from this whole virus scenario it's it's the most damaging because we really kind of build on things that really are not even related to the virus but you go into that okay you know what if I lose more people what if I lose another person I love I can't possibly go through that again and how am I going to survive what's to come without my mom or my dad so as I mentioned, I will list some things to do to just get out there and maybe some coping strategies. And again, I know that it's not the answer. I know that it's probably going to look like a bunch of bullshit. Um, you're not going to exercise for 30 minutes and then wake up and be like, wow, I feel so good. I don't care that my mom's dead and the world is coming to an end. No, that's not going to happen. But just try at least a few of these things put that you're gonna have to work very hard in this time until everything calms down to take care of yourself and you know if isolation or quarantine or social distancing will teach us anything it's how to take care of ourselves and we will have to learn more of just healing from the inside and I'm pissed because I feel like I just learned this freaking lesson I just just tried so hard to rebuild myself and it's like you know building a block tower I built it up built it up and this virus just knocked the whole thing down so now I feel like I have to start over and just be and I have no choice but to just sit here 
and I have to try to use this time for healing. You know, it's like going into a cocoon. We have to just isolate, be caterpillars, come out butterflies, the whole deal. You can use this time in a really productive way as long as you're aware of some of the concerns and you notice them, recognize them, and work with them. So please, please, please stay connected in this time. Send me a message. You know, follow me on Instagram. We'll chat. We'll talk. Maybe join in one of my meetups and just get off your chest what you need to get off. You're definitely not by yourself. We all know how badly this sucks and we got to be here for each other.